Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friend, do you ever feel like you are getting more grant rejections than approvals? Now that may or may not be the case in reality, but sometimes it can feel that way when we get that rejection letter. I've got some encouragement for you today and some things to think through, some ideas just to help you if you feel like you aren't winning very many grants. The reason I wanted to do this episode is because I'm excited to announce that I'm presenting a workshop tomorrow in collaboration with Instrumental. This is my favorite grant prospecting and management tool, and the workshop will be on March 2nd, 2022. And be sure to sign up, even if you can't come live. And if you sign up after the fact, you can still get the recording if you're listening to this later. But in this webinar, we're going to be digging into nine reasons that your grants might be getting rejected and how to fix those. We're going to cover things like the most common reasons grants are rejected from obvious to not so obvious. We'll talk through some solutions to help you fix each of those. And then some ways that Instrumental can support you to help recognize and avoid the most common application mistakes. You've heard me talk about Instrumental before, and it really does bring all your grant research, tracking, and the project management under one roof. I've partnered with Instrumental to give you a free two-week trial, and you can get $50 off your first month. Go to TeresaHuff.com Instrumental, that's instrument with an L, and use the code GWSPOD. Give it a try and let me know how you like it. Last week, I presented an in-person grant writing workshop at a nonprofit conference, and that was so nice being back together again with 400 other nonprofit professionals, just getting to visit and hear about their work. There were all kinds of people from different sizes of nonprofits. There were vendors who served nonprofits. So it was a great way to get some fun new ideas and just really refreshing after especially the last couple of years of not being able to travel so much. And it was good to be around people working in the nonprofit space again, hearing about the different causes and missions that they're working for. So I want to take a minute to encourage you today, because during the workshop, we talked through several different issues that they're having and trying to figure out right now. And they asked some great questions about their grant writing and about their mission and how to really better define that. I want to encourage you that grant writing is a long game, so don't try to sprint a marathon. Make sure you're laying a good foundation and looking at the long-term results, not just quick fixes. Now back to what I wanted to talk about today. If you feel like you aren't winning very many grants, 
I want you to remember you're not the only one. (laughs) This is a normal part of the process. Grants are competitive. You're probably not going to win every single one, and that's okay. Listen back to episode 14 where I talk about grant writer success rates and how that's not necessarily the best metric to be using, especially if you're talking to a grant writer trying to figure out, well, what's your success rate? How many grants do you win? That can really vary. There are a lot of variables that come into play, like the level of risk they're taking, knowing that maybe some grants are a long shot. So there are other ways to measure that. Also consider what external factors are coming into play if you aren't getting a lot of grants. There could be things like the funding, pandemics, funders, and maybe they've shifted their focus in a different direction to meet emergency needs that are popping up. There could be things completely outside of your scope of control that you could not have foreseen. During the pandemic, some grants shifted their focus and then others actually ramped up the level of giving. So that was kind of an unpredictable time that we really couldn't have foreseen. Also, look at your writing and try to look at it as objectively as possible. After you've stepped away for a little bit, a couple weeks or a few days at least, and then come back to it, or better yet, have someone else look at it and ask them, what are they understanding about the project? What do they think you're talking about? And see if it's what you actually intended. Are you clearly conveying the need, the project scope, and are you showing how you'll measure the impact? Go back to episode 16 the podcast episode, but also the blog post where I talk about how to write tight. And in that blog post, I give you specific side-by-side examples of one is just a long, boring, horribly written paragraph. And the second one is much tighter, much more impactful. And then I break it down side-by-side in a chart so you can see exactly that comparison of how to improve it. Then you can pull up your writing side-by-side and see what could you do. That will give you a great example. And of course, I'll link to all these episodes that I'm mentioning in the show notes so you can have those for reference. Next, gauge the level of risk that you're taking with each grant proposal. Look at the different elements so that you can make an educated, calculated decision instead of just blind risk. Is this worth our while? Do we know this funder? Have we worked with them before? Is this a really good fit for our mission, or is it a little bit outside of the scope and kind of a stretch? Is it in the right geographical area? Think through all those different pieces and think through that level of risk. Is it worthwhile? How much time will it take versus what's the risk and the probability of actually getting it? Another thing to do is back up and make sure you're ready for grants first. (laughs) I've said this a lot, but it's so, so important. You need to play the long game and do the hard work of preparing. Lay the good foundation first to be sure you're in a good position to start applying for grants. Don't get ahead of yourself. And if you're a nonprofit and not sure where you stand with this, check out my free audit at teresahuff.com slash grant ready. Finally, it's helpful to build a relationship with the grant makers, especially if you're talking about foundation grants or corporate grants or ones that you want to work with year after year and potentially build that long-term partnership in the community. Ask for their input and their feedback 
And then when they give it to you, be open to it. (laughs) Don't argue or try to convince them of why they're wrong and why they should fund you. That's not going to work. In episode nine, I interviewed a grant maker and we talk about what a grant funder really wants. You can download that 20 point checklist there if you go to that episode. And then also in episode 20, I walk you step by step through how to talk to funders, how to build that relationship. In episode 51, I give you ideas for how to build meaningful relationships with funders over time. It's something that they want to get to know you. They want to see your work. They want to see that you're real and doing good work in the community before they invest in you. They're looking for the ROI, the return on impact. What kind of impact are you making in the community? And do you have that track record built up to show that? If you're still struggling with that piece of it, then you may need to spend some time on the basics first. Build your programs, build your other funding sources. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just those things need to happen first before you head into the grant realm. If this type of work is really resonating with you, you can learn exactly how to become a successful freelance grant writer in my VIP program, Fast Track to Grant Writer. We work together in this personalized program to develop a plan based on your goals and your top skills. I'll help you find the shortest distance from point A to point B so that you can launch your grant writing career as quickly as possible and effectively. You can start today at teresahuff.com slash VIP. I want to give another quick shout out to today's sponsor, Instrumental, for their support of grant writers and our work. Make sure you come join us in the workshop. You can sign up in the show notes and we'll have a great time talking through how to improve your grant applications. What's the status of your nonprofit or of your grant writing work with regards to your applications? Are you doing well? Are you getting a lot of awards or are you feeling a little discouraged? You can go through that audit and then connect with me over on LinkedIn and let's continue the conversation. If this podcast has been helpful for you, would you please review and share it with a friend? Help me spread the word so we can support each other in our nonprofit work. What is one thing you'll do today that will challenge yourself to make a difference? At some point, you may need to really just take a step back and look at your full strategy. Is this the most effective route? Is this the best use of your efforts, your time and your energy and your funding? Time is money. And so you have to be a good steward of both. You have to figure out what's the best use of our efforts here and of the work our team is doing. If you only have two or three board members, you're not ready for grants. You need to do some internal work first. If you have a good solid board, you have a track record of grants, and you have other sources of income besides grant funding, then you might need to look at, okay, how are we presenting our applications? Is there a way we could be wording it better and more impactful? Do we need to be collecting different types of data? Is there something we're not tracking that we should be? Or are we not connecting the dots in our application to make it easy for the funder to say yes? These are some questions to get you thinking more creatively about your work and about how you're filling out your grant proposals. How do you need to be presenting it? How do you need to be improving those? Check out the resources I've mentioned here in the other episodes. And if you're still needing support, shoot me a message and let's talk further. I want to help you in this work to be as impactful on your mission as possible. I know 
You have this mission because you want to do this good work in the world. So let's get you out there doing it as effectively as you can. Have a great week and go change your world.